Welcome to the Connected Leadership Podcast. I'm Daryl Black, author of the 1-100 Leadership Solution, How to Be the Leader You Would Want. I'm a leadership coach, facilitator, dad to an amazing son, and all-around nice guy. At least I think so. I think we're as connected a society as we've ever been, yet we're more disconnected than ever. I want to change that. My purpose and passion is to help you learn to connect so you can be a better leader, a better parent, a better partner. This episode is part of my weekly 10-minute Tuesday series where I present a particular topic that will help you to connect with others and then lead. Connected leadership, it matters. Remember to subscribe and thanks for listening. Okay, let's do this. Hi, I'm Daryl Black and I'm here to help you be the leader that you would want. This is the first of a series of videos I'm really, really excited about. So please go ahead and, and like, uh, comment, and, and follow uh, this page because I'll be doing a series of videos in the near future. So the purpose of this video and, and others like it will be to talk about what the role of a leader is, what kind of characteristics or traits could a leader have, how do we motivate people, how do we build trust, how do we move people moving along and some that may not actually want to be moving along that quickly? We're going to talk about how we build trust, how we build accountability on our teams, uh, how we create a vision. So we have a whole laundry list of topics to talk about, but the very first topic I think that we need to really deal with right off the bat is what is a leader? What is the role of the leader? And we can talk all we want about um, the history of leadership and and how it's uh, you know gone from there to here and so on and so forth but I think that conversation can be summed up pretty simply and that is the old style of leadership the leader centric model of leadership where it was the strong stoic hard charging just sheer personality big willpower leader has gone it needs to go away. Yes, there's a time and a place for a strong leader, and yes, there's a time and a place to pick the team up and, and at least move them a little bit. Absolutely, and we'll talk about that, uh, some of those situations. But to see where we've gone to and why we need to change, well, the old model of leadership was around that, that leader, and it really is based in probably military doctrine, the command and control model, where the leader provided purpose, the leader provided direction, and motivation. And while those three things are very much still at play in today's leadership uh, arena, the purpose, the why, the direction, so where are we going, and the motivation, let's kind of go, 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 still very much in place. I think nowadays we have uh, variables that are virtually infinite in terms of our leadership environment. We've got access to so much information. We have uh, distributed workforces. We have very complex problems that if you do one thing, it will have uh, an effect on maybe dozens or hundreds or thousands of other things further downstream. So I'm not saying that leadership was easier back then because I would not want to be in that environment. But I'm also saying that today's environment revolves around a leader needing to be far more adaptable, far more uh, team-centric, far less leader-centric. So further to that, if you think about the conversations that we've 
ever had around org charts, you know, whether it's within your team or, or the organization. You have the CEO or the leader uh, of the team, and they're at the top of this pyramid. And then everyone, you know, kind of supports him or her. Well, what I'm suggesting is an inversion of that, and that is where the leader is now at the bottom of the pyramid and is supporting the team. So raise the roof, I guess. Uh, so that's a really, really, really important shift in our minds to make. And the reason we need to make that shift is because we are supporting the team. The team is not supporting us as leaders. It will drive all of our behaviors. It will drive all of our decisions. It will drive all of our interactions. It will drive how we communicate with others. If we remember that we support the team, the team does not support us. It's about us, not about me. Very, very important point to make. So once we've made that shift where the leader supports the team, not vice versa, well, we have to talk about one of the roles of a leader, and that is the leader holds the vision, or at least is responsible for maintaining that vision, not actually coming up with the vision necessarily, but making sure that the team is moving in a direction. Heck, sometimes it's not even in the right direction, but at least it's moving in a direction. Now, not only does that in, that vision encompass things like, like tangibles where we must be finished this project by such date or we must have revenues of this or we must put X amount of people through training by then. Okay, that's a tangible, absolutely part of where a leader needs to take the team. But vision is actually far more encompassing and that is will entail things like how does the communication occur amongst our team? How does communication happen between the team and myself? That's kind of a vision. Uh, how does the team uh, interact with each other? Kind of what's that cultural norm, that group norm of how we behave, how we perform, how we hold uh, each other accountable amongst the team. That's all part of the leadership vision with regard to the team. It's not just about nuts and bolts. It's not just about revenue or the bottom line. Leadership is a people business and people need to be consistently handled and treated with respect and we'll talk a lot about that as we move forward. So the leader must provide that vision. A leader must make sure that information flows freely up, down, and all around within the team and from team to team. Now, in this day and age, I don't have to tell anybody, but we have access to information that it's crazy. Twitter, Facebook. Instagram, fake news, real news, so on and so forth. We have computers in our hands now that we have access to millions and millions and millions of pieces of information. That's a huge advantage, but it's also a big disadvantage. So a big part of leadership is making sure that the information is flowing up, down, all around, but also making sure that that information is gathered in the first place, it's validated, and then it's being circulated, okay? So the leader will not be making sure that it's just information flowing willy-nilly throughout the organization. The information that's moving needs to be validated and it needs to be um, you know, really gone over and supported and saying, yes, this is legit. This is something that we can start making a decision on. 
Further to that, once we have free-flowing information, the leader needs to make sure that decisions are happening at all levels of the organization and the team, and that the right decisions are being made, and that the decisions are being made at the right levels. How's that for complicated? Okay, so the decisions must be made. The decisions must be made at the right levels. And newsflash, the best people to make the decisions are actually those closest to it. So probably those boots on the ground or those frontline workers are often the ones that will have the best ideas on how to fix a problem. So that's a big part of leadership, making sure that me as a leader, I'm not the one that's making the dozens, hundreds, thousands of decisions each and every day um, to drive the team forward. If that's happening, if I am done at the end of the day and I say, whew, it has been nonstop decision making, there's a problem there because that means you're a bottleneck as a leader. So you're a bottleneck because A, you're micromanaging, so you haven't empowered the people. Uh, you're a bottleneck because uh, you don't trust anybody. You're a bottleneck because everyone's afraid to be making a decision on their own. Okay, so leader, come up with your vision. You make sure information is flowing freely. Make sure that decisions are being made and that they're being made at the right level. The last part of leadership, and there's a long, long list that we'll get into, but another big aspect of it is supporting the team making sure that you've removed barriers, making sure that they've been given the tools that they need, they've been given the resources, they've been given the training, and they've been given the respect to go about their business. So a great question is, what are you working on right now? Followed up quickly by, how can I help? What are you working on? How can I help? So those are some of the things that what a leader does but that's only half the battle. We need to talk about the how, and that's where we really, really need to deep dive. So one of the ways that we, we affect change and we move a team forward is that we create some sort of a safe zone for them. And that zone is, is, a, is of psychological safety where they feel that they're valued, so they matter, that they're listened to, that they're somewhat protected. And by that, I don't mean, you know, from a, a you know, a, a tribe uh, coming in and, and attacking or another organization coming in and, and taking over our offices. I'm talking about the, the protected or from uh, repercussions. And not to say that you want mistakes willy-nilly, but we need people comfortable that they're able to extend and make decisions and do things. And yes, they're going to make mistakes and that's okay. That's okay. So they need to have some sort of a protection there. There needs to be a whole bunch of trust within that zone as well. Trust in me as a leader, trust in the team, trust in their fellow team members. That's a big part of that, that safety that uh, you need to do and create for the team. The other thing that you need to do for the how are we going to do all of the things we've just talked about is connecting with the individuals on the team. Do not treat the team as one. Okay, especially if they're wearing the same uniform, just because they're working for the same company, same department, they're working for you, no matter, even if the genders are all the same, do not treat them the same because the team is actually made up of individuals and individuals that you need to connect with. And by that, by the connection, what I'm talking about is really figuring out what motivates them, why they're here, how to get the best out of them, 
how best to protect them. What are their biggest uh, challenges? Uh, there's all sorts of things to make those connections. Very, very important. So a team is actually a collection of individuals and you as a leader need to connect with those individuals to making sure to make sure that you really understand where they're coming from. Another how we go about doing all of these things is creating trust and I talked about it in the safe zone. And it's a great question and it's one we're going to talk a lot about over the next few videos and that is the, the element of trust and how critical it is to a cohesive team. If we don't have trust, we don't have cohesion. It's plain and simple. If I don't trust you, I'll work with you, but I'm not going to be a true team. So a big part of leadership is nurturing, cultivating trust amongst that team. A couple ways we can do that. One is by being transparent. For me as a leader, I need to be transparent. I also need to be somewhat vulnerable, and we'll talk more about that, but I need to, to be vulnerable. I need to ask for help. I need to admit maybe I don't have all the answers. It's tough to do sometimes. And I'm not suggesting for one second that we stand in front of the team and we bawl our eyes out. Not at all. But a little bit of vulnerability actually goes a long ways. So we've talked about creating that safe zone. We've talked about making connections with the individuals on your team. We've talked about building the trust. Another critical element for leadership to be effective is accountability. Creating accountability amongst the team and the team as a whole and accountability between the team and yourself as a leader. Very, very difficult to do. One of the reasons it's so hard is because we actually set it up for failure right from the beginning. This is what I mean. Accountability really has to do with expectations. And yet, how many times, and ask yourself this, how many times have you um, held somebody accountable in your mind for an expectation that you had of them, but they actually didn't know that you, that was the expectation? Chances are you've had that happen before, and yet we, we come down on people, we get pissed off at them, so on and so forth. Well, why, didn't, why aren't they getting that? Why don't they understand that? Why didn't they do that? Well, ask yourself as a leader, what did I do to contribute to this? And I can... I don't want to promise you, but I can probably guess that it's around expectations and not setting them properly. So we'll spend a lot of time around expectations. But in general, expectations are commonly, I expect you to do this. Well, for true expectation and for accountability to be uh, held, I need to give you the expectation. You need to acknowledge and understand the expectation. You need to agree to it. Okay, so I understand it. I, uh, I acknowledge it, I agree with it, and then there has to be an exchange of expectations where this is what I expect of you as well. If you're going to hold me accountable, this is what I expect from you. So just to summarize that, there's the expectation that I'm going to give. There needs to be an acknowledgement and an understanding and an acceptance of that expectation. And then that individual needs to also tell you their expectations of you. So when you sit down with a team member and you ask them to do something or you're going to be holding them accountable, have that conversation so everybody's on the same page. Otherwise, you're going to be holding somebody accountable to an expectation that they don't even know that they've had. Yeah, they should, could, coulda, woulda, shoulda. But part of leadership is doing the extra work to make sure everything works. So thank you for watching and remember to follow, share, um, and like the page and stay tuned for more videos. Thank you.